Hello and welcome to Learning More with the Core, your community health core podcast. My name is Keely Hancock and I am a current social work intern with Community Health Core, East Texas's local mental health and IDD authority. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Community Health Corps Director of Nursing and Crisis Response, Ms. Brenda Clark. Ms. Clark is a native of Tolette, Arkansas and is a ADN nurse with a Bachelor's of Arts in Applied Sciences. She has been with Community Health Corps for eight years where she began as Director of Nursing and Infection Control and then she also became our Director of Crisis Services. So please enjoy Ms. Brenda Clark. Alrighty. Hi, Ms. Clark. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. <laughs> Good deal. So first off, how long have you been a nurse? What's your journey been? I have been a nurse for 42 years. Okay. I started my career in a med surge facility. Okay. And I stayed there for 28 years working on a med surge floor, then went to a telemetry unit and then became ICU director opened a um, trauma ICU, I had special procedures in radiology, um, and then I decided uh, to do a little travel nursing. Mm -hmm. And after that, a friend talked me into behavioral health, and I have absolutely enjoyed it. Yeah. Never thought I would, but yeah. it, it, it is my passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think that travel nursing maybe prepared you at all for what Community Health Corps was going to bring you? Well, you know, thinking back, um, I used to think, oh, I'd never want to do behavioral health. Mm -hmm. But looking at my career, I've always taken care of behavioral yep. health mm -hmm. uh, individuals, whether it was ICUs, ERs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had patients that had behavioral health issues, yeah. but they had some medical issues. And what I've learned is that if you take care of the medical a lot of the time, mm -hmm. the behavioral health will get better. Mm -hmm. Yep, they, they're kind of one in the t same thing. Absolutely, absolutely. What was your hesitation though with mental or behavioral health? I just never focused on it, yeah. and at the time when I was doing medical surgical in ICU, I didn't really have fa any family history of mm -hmm. mental illness, but after that, my parents grew older, mm -hmm. and um, I started seeing some Alzheimer's dementia, yeah. and, and then I had um, some siblings that had some alcohol mm -hmm. and drug issues, yeah. so I've seen all sides of behavioral yeah. health. Okay, yeah, a lot of us have. So when you came to Community Health Corps, what did you imagine you would be doing? What was your you know, vision? Well, after being a director for so long, I, I was really surprised. Um, when I first came, I was told, you know, it'll take you a couple of years to get used to. Yeah. You know, the, the flow of things. Absolutely. Yeah. And I thought, well, do they not think I'm smart enough? Uh, <laughs> but yeah. what I learned was that, uh, yeah, it did take two or three years yeah. because uh, there's so much to Community Health Corps that people don't realize. We have behavioral health, we have primary care now, we have IDD, which I knew absolutely nothing about. Yeah. I didn't even know how to spell IDD. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we have the substance use. Mm -hmm. And so we are such a 
great wraparound mm -hmm. community, I would call us. You know, it's been a learning experience, but it has made me grow. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Absolutely, especially with the IDD individuals that mm -hmm. we serve. They're kind of my favorite, but don't <laughs> tell anybody. Because on days when I am, you know, feeling a little down, yeah. I can go and talk to our, our group home individuals, and they are always so happy to see you. They're Aww. always happy to see you. They want to talk to you. They want to ask you questions. Yeah. They are just a joy. They're just wanting to connect. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's beautiful. That's really powerful. I hope one day we can kind of get that stigma off of IDD. I do too. And get what we've seen out in the world. Absolutely. I mean, we have those that are working. Mm -hmm. They are so interested in the world. Yeah. And they just want to be treated like yeah. and a part of the world. They go out into the communities. Um, they've attended dances. Mm -hmm. I've had a couple of dance-offs with them. <laughs> and so, you know, they're just a great population. Absolutely. And for those who don't know what IDD means, it's Intellectual Developmental Disability? Yes. Did I say it yes. right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So from going from hospital nursing and transitioning into community health core, behavioral health, and primary care and all mm -hmm. of that, and now crisis services... I mean, what's what's the biggest difference, you would say, between the hospital and, and crisis services and director of nursing? You know, there's really not a difference because really? in ICU, we had the sickest individuals. Yeah. They had surgeries. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of medical trauma. And with crisis, I, you know, I am in my element. Mm -hmm. I love crisis. I, I go out in the field and do crisis screenings. Uh, we've had some amazing successes. Mm -hmm. We have a, a unit in Atlanta that's absolutely amazing. Individuals go there and they don't want to leave. Yeah, the RCSU? Um, at the RCSU. What does that acronym stand for again? It is <laughs> Rapid Crisis Stabilization Unit. Yes. Okay. And it's a great unit to go uh, to get your medicines uh, started back because a lot of the, the people that we serve, they take medicine, they start feeling better, and they think, well, I don't need the medicine, mm -hmm. but, but that's not how behavioral health works. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are some who have a traumatic event mm -hmm. and they may get over it. Mm -hmm. But it's but unique to the individual. Absolutely. And I, I say to everyone, we are all just one event away from needing help. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> no truer words have been said on this Absolutely. podcast. Can you talk to us a little bit about your typical day-to-day? -day? What services are you provided or providing and what services does your team provide? You know, how are you running your, your days? Well, my days start with looking for things like infections. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of monitoring for infection control. You know, the last couple of years have been a little tough, mm -hmm. but I am so proud of our staff and, and really the individuals that we serve. They've been compliant. They, you know, social distancing, wearing masks, uh, washing your hands. Yeah. Hand washing is a biggie for us. Yes. And our infection rates have been low. 
Uh, we've had a few peaks, but uh, you know, we're on a trend now where we don't have a lot of COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk to the individuals that we serve about that. And I am proud to say that the individuals that were in our uh, group home, IDD group home, uh, when we were all going and, you know, deciding whether we wanted to take the COVID vaccine, they they were the first to stand up and say, hey, when are we going to do this? Oh, and great. so that was good. Interacting with our board members is, that is also a great thing because those board members come from our, the communities that we serve. And they're very involved in what we do and they like to hear about our successes mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe our misses, yeah. but they are very encouraging. They just kind of bring things into perspective because they are truly out in the community. And so, you know, that's that's also a plus for me. Yeah. I love Community Health Corps. And by the way, I uh, rescinded my resignation. I was going to so ask, too. Like, I will be staying. There was and such a panic. October 10th was like <laughs> the deadline. And I was like, oh, I got to get her on. I got to get her on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I am staying, but I love Community Health Corps. It has been a learning experience. Yeah. It's made me grow a lot great opportunities to continue that growth and the individuals you know staff and clients yeah i just love everybody you learn a lot about yourself here too. you do and, and you you learn to be appreciative of what you have what you don't have mm -hmm. and you see those struggles that people go through and and individuals that we serve mm -hmm. are my heroes because when you look at their trauma when you, you look at what they've gone through and they're still standing, I'm like, you're my hero. The resilience is Absolutely. contagious. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's what kept you. you Absolutely. Just let it go. I just couldn't let it go. <laughs> you had to scare folks, though. You had to get well, them Well, I didn't really think they'd notice, but... Oh, my goodness. Yes, they would notice. I, I'm an intern who's met you maybe twice mm -hmm. since I've been here, and I hear about you everywhere I go, though. Oh, wow. Well, everywhere. thank you. And it's thank nothing you. but good things. You're thank you. A very direct, strong-willed, intelligent woman who gets her stuff done. Absolutely. And that's very respectable. Absolutely. And I love, you know, I have great relationships with our judges mm -hmm. and law enforcement. So being outside of a hospital has allowed me to interact more yeah. with our community partners. Yeah. So you said you, you start like going and looking at infections. So are you going to group homes? I'm looking? going everywhere. Going I'm everywhere. watching people. I'm standing in bathrooms, women's <laughs> bathrooms, you know, watching people wash their hands. Yeah. I am, we have what we call Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Mm -hmm. We have a blitz call and I talk yeah. about infection control, mm -hmm. uh, social distancing. Hey, everybody's doing a great job. You know, throughout the day, I may receive calls from law enforcement. Um, really? Yeah, and, and judges' offices, and, and I try to mobilize the staff to go where they need to go because, you know, they go to hospitals, they go to clinics, they sometimes go to homes, they go to the street. We, we are a close-knit group. Uh-huh. You know, I, I sometimes will will get calls at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Hey, Brenda, 
this is so-and-so, uh, I've got so-and-so here, do you know them? You know, what, what can you do to help? Yeah. And so I'm always busy, always on the phone. <laughs> I carry two phones oh. <laughs> um, and I'm on call 24-7, which I love because yeah. I like to know what's going on. Yeah. Most directors do, yeah, from what yeah. I've noticed. <laughs> Absolutely. Attending meetings throughout the day. Uh, we're getting ready to roll out a new electronic health record. Yes. So, you know, absolutely. Yeah. That, that takes up some of my time. But I like being busy, and I'm a hands-on type of director. So I go into everything that I do with the attitude of I'm not going to ask you to do something that I won't do. Right. Crisis has really transitioned and our relationships with our community partners are wonderful now mm -hmm. and I think it's because our whole team has worked so hard to be available. We will call, ask questions, they will call us. Yeah. We, we talk about ideas for helping people to be successful I love crisis. Yeah. I love crisis. I can tell. Yeah. Just how you're yeah. talking about it, nobody can see you, but like you're yeah. moving your whole body, yeah. your yeah. hands, and you're smiling. Like <laughs> it's, you're very passionate. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. So it sounds like you, I mean, you do it all, obviously, mm -hmm. but you really focus in on education. So Absolutely. with those blitz calls, and you're making people aware, mm -hmm. you're connecting and networking with its law enforcement judges, and you're also educating them mm -hmm. and making them aware. You said that you're out sometimes on the streets and sometimes at home so your nurses are kind of dispatched out? Or? Absolutely. Several nurses. We have three nurses for our nine counties and then we have oh probably 10 to 12 QMHPs, bachelor's level, mm -hmm. that go out in the communities yeah. to hospitals, to clinics. They also go into jails. Mm -hmm. We started with the pandemic. One of the good things that came out of that was we can do televideo. Mm -hmm. And an example of how that was made better was if I am in, let's say, Texarkana, yeah. I get a call from Red River County, which is about an hour and a half away. Mm -hmm. Before we started doing televideo, we would have to drive all the way yeah. but if I'm sitting at a Christus facility or a Wadley facility and I've just finished mm -hmm. an assessment and I get a call I give them the option of do you want me to come and do it in person or can we do it televideo right 99% of the time they want it done as quickly as possible televideo mm -hmm. we supplied the jails with I call them iPads, tablets, mm -hmm. yeah. so that we could do the televideo. We showed them how to use it. It's, it's you know, very basic. If the individual that needs the assessment requests that we come in person, we will. Yeah. But a lot of the assessments that we do, we can do our televideo. So when you say assessments, because I've gone into the jails with crisis, mm -hmm. and we've done the suicide assessments, mm -hmm. um, I think we've no, we haven't done a needs assessment, but it was typically just a suicide assessment with Brenda Cleary and mm -hmm. Dee, Dee. Mm -hmm. What assessment are you and your nurses doing? We're doing the same assessment. Same thing, okay. And on top of that, we will put look at the medical component because mm -hmm. they can look and see, okay, uh, is this a person who needs a high, what we call a higher level of care uh -huh. because their medical needs exceed what 
our Rapid Crisis Stabilization Unit can handle. Okay. We're joint commission, so on top of everything we do, we have to make sure mm -hmm. that that unit, as well as the rest of the center, is always compliant with a joint commission standards. Absolutely. They will look at the medical, is this someone who's on dialysis? Of course, we don't have dialysis that, at that unit. Is this someone who has uncontrolled hypertension that needs IV care? Okay. Uh, th those are the things that, the medical things that uh, we look at. Oh, wow, so you saved some folks' lives possibly. Absolutely. And, and you know, all of the staff at Community Health Corps, I brag on crisis. I <laughs> brag on RCSU, you know, brag on our clinic nurses. But mm -hmm. I, they're a great bunch of staff to work with. I believe it. I believe it. Everywhere I've gone, I've met some amazing nurses. They're very passionate. They're not, they don't seem burnt out. No. No. You know, and why do no. you think that is? What are y'all doing to prevent that? Well, we just take care of each other. We yeah. take care of each other. We allow them to take off time when they need to take off. Mm -hmm. We don't hassle them about it. You know, if there are things going on in your private life, that you have to have a stable life at home mm -hmm. to be successful at work. To have that balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, I visit with them. You know, we'll sometimes have parties. It's just their family. Yeah. Their family. Yeah. I try to treat them and you know the individuals that we serve like family because mm -hmm. I want my family to get the best care possible. That's what I want for the individuals that we serve. Absolutely. And we talk a lot, I'm in school to be a social worker, mm -hmm. and we talk a lot about evaluating and celebrating mm -hmm. and how a lot of fields don't focus so much on the celebrating Absolutely. and that you'll only really hear about it in a literary review talking about burnout. You know, mm -hmm. you're not going to mm -hmm. hear about it until Absolutely. after the fact. Absolutely. So celebrating is such a big deal. When I first became a nurse, I remember my first job, my first job interview and I went in and I was just so excited that I was a nurse mm -hmm. and I got the job and I got home and I was running around and my parents were there and I said, oh, they called me before I got home and, I, and I'm going to be working at Woodley. And my dad said, well, how much are you going to be making? And I said, I don't know. I never asked. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. So, so nursing's been in my blood since I was 12. I had a grandfather that developed diabetes mm -hmm. and Nobody in the family wanted to give his insulin, and so at 12, I was given his insulin. Wow. And so I was hooked. I was wow. hooked. Wow. You're a nurturer at heart. I am. I am. An organizer, a crisis stabilizer, you're, you're everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have self-care? I do have self-care. Okay, girl, tell I, me about it, please. <laughs> I have my passions. My passions are my grandchildren, mm -hmm. my great-grandchildren, and horses. Horses. And my grand dog. Oh, you're an animal lover. I am an animal lover. I am. So I grew up around horses. You know, as a young child, we had Shetland ponies. And so I love animals. Uh, my grand dog, uh, Coco, is an English <laughs> bulldog. Aww. And then I have my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren that are all in sports. And oh, wow. oh my goodness, I have uh, football players. Mm -hmm. I have a uh, pep squad. Um, You're it, going to all the games. I, 
I am a busy person, but <laughs> but that is my therapy because when you're you're taking care of grand great grandkids and and you're running from game to game, mm -hmm. you know you don't think about work. Yeah, and you don't maybe dwell so much on the negative. No, no, no. Yeah, it's a healthy distraction. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, equestrian therapy is a thing. It is. And the Yes Waiver program needs an equestrian therapist. Mm -hmm. So if you know anybody. <laughs> I will let you know. We, uh, we're, we've been looking. And all of this, you know, what would be the most rewarding part you think about your field and your unit and just what you do? Just the fact that after 42 years, I still love being a nurse. Mm -hmm. I still get excited about nursing. Just everything that I do, mm -hmm. all of that is still exciting to me because yeah. I love to see people get better. Wow. And are they getting better? <laughs> I think they are. I think we do a good job. You know, we have so much to offer mm -hmm. that you, you it it's almost impossible to not have some progress mm -hmm. because you know we provide you medications if you can't afford them we help you secure housing we help you secure benefits you know if you need to go to food banks or to the grocery store yeah. we have people that that do that we just have so much to offer that there's there's no way you cannot take advantage of what we do because we we are always there for people um, we're available everybody has my phone number and so anytime there's a need you know if someone calls and says hey someone's in the jail and they won't let anybody but you come give their injection I'll go yeah. you know someone at our IDD group homes if they're having a hard time and they want me to go I go I love interacting with people. Yeah. Well, with all of that, you know, I hear from other people I interview, I ask them about barriers mm -hmm. and what they think might get in the way of services. Do you, can you think of any? Because a lot of people say resources. Well, resources are always going to be a mm -hmm. barrier. I, you know, we don't have enough uh, housing. Of course, yes. Um, and then if you don't have a funding source, whether it's Medicaid or, or Social Security or whatever, it, it's, it takes time and sometimes people can be a little impatient. Yes, it takes forever. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, you know, you may not get it the first time, mm -hmm. which, you know, depresses individuals, but, you know, you keep trying. So... Um, housing is a big one. Mm -hmm. Of course, medications will provide them as, as long as they need them mm -hmm. uh, until we can help them. But housing is probably the, the biggest. biggest one. Yeah, because if people can't have a secure home, how are they going to be able to work on everything else? Absolutely. You know? and, and the other one that I can think of is inpatient treatment for substance use. Yes. Absolutely, yes, because right now we just have the Kirkpatrick facility, but that's for pregnant mothers. Absolutely, women with children, uh -huh. absolutely, and and we just don't have enough facilities. No. Um, we try to keep our list updated. Mm -hmm. There's a wait list, and, mm -hmm. and it's so much easier if people are insured with the right insurance, mm -hmm. but if you're indigent, you have to go on a waiting list yeah and those take forever Lord only knows how long absolutely 
On a final note, mm -hmm. are there any upcoming changes or anything you're passionate about that you want to share with Community Health Corps or incoming interns? Well, we are, and I won't steal her thunder, but <laughs> we're rolling out a substance use program where community health workers will be going out in the community and interacting with individuals with mm -hmm. substance use issues, and we will be giving them prevention packets. We will be giving them wound care kits, mm -hmm. we, we will be giving them hygiene kits, safer sex kits, mm -hmm. and Narcan kits. Yes, I heard about that. Absolutely. Do you know when it'll start? Uh, very soon. Okay. Uh, I am doing the last draft on the policy oh. or the procedure and uh, sending it to our medical director for the final review. He's already approved it, but I had to make some changes. Yeah. And then we're going to do a lot of education with staff, mm -hmm. and then they will be able to do it. We've got our uh, kits in. We've yeah. got everything we need, so we're ready to roll. Oh. Perfect. Well, everybody look out in your email for an email from Brenda because we're going to need to get trained. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Clark, for coming on. I hope to have you on later okay. since you're staying around. Okay. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you. And if there are any individuals, male, female, we don't care, who are out there wanting to go into nursing, it is an absolutely <laughs> great profession. And you've got it from the best nurse that we've got. That's Community Health Corps, straight from the mouth. Thank you. Thank you.